Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly brought to you by our wonderful sponsors at Burbank. Burbank Burbank.com.au The property market is tough right now, high prices and homes selling before they've even been advertised. So why buy when you can build? 100% Aussie owned, 100%. Burbank Homes gives you everything you need. Build new and save with affordable quality. Outstanding home and land packages are now available in some of Australia's finest and fastest growing areas. Free transparent estimates. Yeah, free. Fixed price contracts so you know exactly what you're paying for and what you're getting. And if you don't want to change your address, why not knock down and build new? Burbank builds homes for Aussie families. They support communities by employing local tradies and engaging in sustainable practices. Head to their website, burbank.com.au, and tell them we sent you. Burbank.com.au Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Legend Series, the Craig Fitzgibbon story. We continue. Ricky's coaching, his style of football, the style of football that you guys implemented, it was the first time we'd seen that rushing defence that to this day has lasted the test of time. So physical, so brutal, but so successful. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Like the, the the simplicity of what we did, in yep. um, we had a couple of key areas that we had to achieve every time we played, and we trained it, and we lived it, and we believed in it so much, and he conducted that so well. It was just we were never under any illusion as to what we wanted to um, to represent when we played and how we wanted to play, and we wanted to make sure everyone knew that was our style of play when we, whenever we took the field. So. He, he just coordinated that so well, but the plan that goes into it, and you've got to have, um, obviously he recruited that way, and you've mm. got to have people that are capable of playing that way, so he just he just pieced it all together, and, and um, it, was a, it was a good formula, you know, and we're forever, forever thankful for that time, like, you know, like I keep saying, it's so hard to win a comp, and get all those elements right to be a part of it when it works is, um, yeah, you never forget it. Adrian Morley gets a lot of the credit for the physicality, rightfully so. You were the silent and smiling assassin. Anyone we've done a Legend Series interview with, from Chris Walker to Adrian Morley, Mick Crocker, uh, Chris Flannery, they say Fitzy was the one we looked to. Nice rap. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think um, Fre- Freddie was – I defended next to Freddie mm. and he was so demanding, like he – like just the pressure I was under to, to fulfil my role and, and make sure he was in, in I was in the right position yep. for, for our edge defence and yeah you just I just got to thank him for never letting me take my foot off the gas mm. and I just couldn't do it and to this day we still talk about it and we're still so close and mm. I've, he's he's helped my career enormously on field and off now are you. That that fills you with pride. Like you, every player, you always want to be someone that um, the players want to play alongside. 100%. Like it's a big yeah. So it's not um, 
I was always more proud of that that sort of stuff than than mm. anything else. And like you know, I didn't know that those guys have said that now. And you say that, and it fills me with pride. I don't, um, I didn't know that, mm. didn't know that. But yeah, that's a that's about you know, as a player, that's all you could ask for if you if your teammates acknowledge you that way. And we can't say that about the Roosters because their form has been impeccable over the last couple of months. 40-20 here, Ray. Beautiful kick. Yeah, this might be the match turner. Crocker again. Fittler goes from the left side. Works over to the right side. Here's Craig Wigan. Craig. Craig Wigan's in to score. Well, Brad Fittler knew that it was time to stand tall. And he has come from the left to the right and combined with his number seven. And it's on the back of a 40-20 from Brad Fittler. Play back for Shannon Hegarty. There's a chance for Fitzgibbon. Fitzgibbon must be horribly close. Bill Harrigan wants to look at the video. I think it's a try, right? They miss him there. Is he still holding on to it? Oh, that'll be a try. There's the green light. It is a try. The 0-2 grand final, the win over the Warriors, as we sit here in 2021, what's your clearest, what's your fondest recollection of the day? Oh, it's a long day. It's the fear of sitting around all day going, oh, I want to get out there. Players do that really well now, I reckon. Um, You know, we went to a hotel out at Homebush and you spend the entire day there just sitting around waiting for battle. It's like, oh, and I wasn't, um, wasn't, I was never a yeller and screamer. I didn't. Need to really pump myself up at yep. all. I was always juggling the internal fear, and I'm a, I'm so tired. I don't know if I'm capable of getting to this level tonight. It was just like a a nervous response for me was always uh, tiredness. I just wanted to just wow. sleep, and I was just juggling that fear of oh, God, I don't know if I can do this today. Yeah, clearly remember that, and then. Also, the pivotal moments in the game, everyone will, like when Adrian obviously responded to Freddie getting split. I remember key moments of the game, but I just, it's just relief. The, yeah. the fear, two feelings, fear and then relief that it was over and he did it. But uh, Simon Benetti, Fletcher was leaving, uh, Brian yeah. was leaving at the time, but Simon Benetti he was like a close mate and um, that was his last game. That's like, right. He just chose to leave. So that, that I remember being with those guys after and, I saw what um, our efforts meant to them. That was important. did an interview with Wally Lewis recently. I asked him what are the motivating factors. He said for him, a lot of it was the fear of failure. Is that, does that ring true to you to a degree? The, yeah, the pressure. I think it's another element of that, um, the juggle on game day of, oh, I can't if I can do this. I don't yeah. know if I can. I think that's another element of that. There's that fear of... Letting teammates down, that mm. fear of not giving every fibre of your being to the game, yep. and fear of exhaustion. Like if you say if it wouldn't matter what sport, it wouldn't matter what scenario, or tra- think of a training session, if you know that you've done all this work and and it comes to event day, so Olympia, it doesn't matter what it is, right? Yeah. But when it gets to start time, you know that you have to go go to the well. You've yep. got to go to dark places and you, you can't avoid it. You can avoid it, but you're not gonna it's not gonna sit well with you yeah. when you finish. So the fear of that exhaustion level and the fear of that effort level was yeah, just as strong as the, the fear of uh, failure. But if you're gonna fail but you know you've given absolutely everything you got then it, it, you know, it doesn't make it 
doesn't make it easier to lose, mm. but um, it sits with you a little bit better. Who are the mentally tough ones, mate? Do you consider yourself mentally tough, mentally strong? Uh, I think that's all I was relying on. Yep. I don't know if I was relying on anything other than the harder this gets, the harder I'll get. Mentality is pretty pretty simple. Like oh, I love that line, the harder this gets, the harder I'll get. Yeah, but I, I don't see myself as any different to any other player in a, in a good team fulfilling their role. I never did. I, don't, I think that was the beauty of our team. That's the beauty of our team is – You've got a set of roles and responsibilities, right, that everyone mm. has to do for a team to play well. But how hard you do them and how well you do them, how often you do them, um, generally comes out as a team performance as yep. well. So, But the simplicity of knowing your role and doing it to the best of your ability was um, I was just fixated on that and then that served me bloody well over a long period of time. So I just stuck to that formula. But I don't um, – there's, there's just so many – so many cases of guys doing exactly the same thing. It's just timing of being in the right team, the right time, and everybody doing having the same mentality for a long period of time. That makes sense. Burbank.com.au. The property market is tough right now, tougher than an Adrian Morley shoulder charge. Prices, they're higher than a Greg Inglis torpedo, and homes are selling before they've even been advertised. It's a bit like Tommy Travojevic's next contract. So why buy when you can build 100% Aussie-owned? 100%. Burbank Homes give you everything you need. Build new and save with affordable quality. Outstanding home and land packages are now available in some of Australia's finest and fastest growing areas. Free transparent estimates. Yeah, that's right, free. There's also fixed price contracts so you know exactly what you're paying for and what you're getting. No confusion. And if you don't want to change your address, just knock down and build new. Burbank builds homes for Aussie families. They support communities by employing local tradies and engaging in sustainable practices. Head to their website, burbank.com.au, and tell them we sent you. They're legends. Legends of what they do and how they do it. Legends because they're here to help you. That's burbank.com.au. The Clive Churchill Medal. A, what does that mean? B, where is it now? Um, yeah, it means, like, the, the, fear, the overcoming of those, those moments that I was yeah. talking about, right? So you only get, you don't know when they're coming, those big games. You only get, um, you only get so many opportunities to, to put your name or, or be part of a big moment yeah. or a big game. I remember just talked to Timo. Sean Timmons, who obviously kicked the New South Wales field goal, yep. everyone knows him, but that was his moment. That guy had been talking about moments and waiting for moments and waiting for a stage to arrive to provide that moment. We yep. talked about that openly. So I was just always like, if this is a big game, I was going to just go and non-stop go. So it's just like just constantly just challenging yourself to the situation and getting yourself above and beyond that. And then if mentally you're – if you're, I was physically prepared through the the way we were training, but mentally I was mm. just never going to allow a big game moment to miss um, or, or not get caught going after it. And yeah, you know, what I failed sometimes for sure. Like I'm not, 
I, big games generally served me well over the course of my career, but I also missed my mark on a few of them. So as I said earlier, four grand finals in five years, but then the drought hit for the Roosters from 05 for five seasons, no grand final. At the end of 09, you waved us goodbye. You took off to Super League. Premature? Right time, wrong time? No, right time. Right was time. it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was hard. I wouldn't have said that then. I was obviously spewing, but yep. I, I, with, um, like we had a good year in 2008 with Freddie. And then there was another yeah. turning of uh, leadership, a turning of players, and yep. Freddie was going to back the young guys to come through there. And in, in nine, we just didn't get it done for yep. him. And um, I was at – I'd been there 10 years, right? And I, when Rico, Freddie, all those guys sort of left at the one time, so I was sort of like a – and Braith was just coming in as a leader then. Yeah. I felt really, really – uh, isolated as a leader. I don't think I did a great job in those first couple of years and I sort of felt like I was finding my groove there but I also knew that I had a job I was going to – the Roosters had talked about looking after me eventually, whatever that looked like, I don't know. I thought I needed to get away and I reckon the club needed to get away from me as much as I needed to get away and, wow. and have a space there, just to, to have a space. I was only going to go for one year but I enjoyed it so much I stayed for two and then – Really, the physical decline in my shoulder was sort of starting that first year. I hung in there the first year with I had surgery again and tried the second year. And I, I ended up playing the whole year, but I was I was I was shot. I just couldn't get my arm. I couldn't lift my arm up after games. I, I knew it was done. So, but in returns of prematurely or whatever, if I could have, I'd have stayed for as long as I could. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You know, on the field or off the field, did you love it? Because you played forty four games for. Hull FC, what, what are the memorable times over there? Uh, the experience with my family, yeah. four-year-old son over and a two-year-old daughter. I had our third child over there, um, the travel, but what it did for our family being away from everything and mm. you just got to rely on each other so much. I had... I was in a good team. The coach, Richard Agar, was a great coach and I really yeah. you know, still close friends with him today. And I, the people of Hull uh, the, in the club, in and around the club, made it so memorable. Like I just enjoyed footy so much. And there were some travel elements, but not a great deal, like not yeah. heaps. And we made the finals both years. I just, I was just physically shot. Andy I ended up, mm. um, I needed my shoulder was like falling apart. I ended up breaking my leg anyway. So sort of like just, it finished. Probably got what I deserved in the end, but I um the whole experience. I can't say it was just it, it was just footy, but the footy was really enjoyable. But the club, the club, and the experience with my family was the the keys. Love that. Winding back to O three, a cool time to be a New South Wales player. Three straight series wins. You were part of each. Eleven games in blue, eighteen in green and gold. What do you consider your representative highlight? Is there a game that stands out, or a series that stands out? Yeah, the um, in two so two games and the one where Tim May kicked the field goal. Yes, yeah. you know, it's still now if you gauge how many plays there are in a game, like as coaches we look at all that sort of stuff. But long story short, the the standard and speed of that game was it's yeah. still right up there. We are in Golden Point extra time. A shot from Timmons has got the height. It's got yeah. the length and the. Come 
asked him before about the big games and the moments we talked about mm. that. My, um, that, that that series, I won the Wally Lewis medal. And yep. if you're, and remember, Ricky always said that he always used to say, you know, being a real player, if you if you can dominate an Origin and and come back and play well for your club, I felt I felt him say that before I played my first game. Okay, and it just stuck. I was always like, well, I'm going to be that guy. I'm, gonna, I'm not. I'm not just coming in and play one Origin and get out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be that guy. And then yeah, to win the Wally Lewis medal is only the first year of its um, awarding. Won the series, obviously. Oh, that's yeah. um, it's only because Queensland had dominated so long. It's only a few of those, so that was um, mm. that's definitely the highlight. Apologies in advance, but the 2008 World Cup final, Australia beaten by New Zealand in a huge sporting upset at the start of the game. The Aussies marched towards the Kiwis during the Haka. It certainly gave them that level of motivation. Mm. Do you remember? Yeah, that moment, yeah, I do. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. That moment was. Um, I don't think they needed any more of that motivation. No. So I don't think that was the outcome. I just don't think we played well enough, myself included. Like I didn't perform well enough on the night, and mm-hmm. I think we had a few of those guys. But we had some pivotal moments that changed the game. But uh, you know, I keep going back to the performance of a team and everyone fulfilling their roles. We just had, they, they did. They just yep. outplayed us on the night. So I don't think the, because they didn't get to have a team meeting after we did that and go, oh, you know what? They just disrespected us. This is what we're going to do. But yeah. a, the way that they built their series and the way that they played on the night is what deserved them the World Cup and they won that way. So I feel like, yeah, I feel disappointed in my uh, performance more than anything that night. Some players have no issues going back and watching the games that hurt at the time. Some players can't watch them. Where do you sit? No, I don't. I don't, I don't watch them. No, yeah. no, no, no not really. Uh, good or bad, the kids will sometimes send like an old game on or something like that and I'll turn it off or I'll change channels and then at work we used to have this TV screen that used to play old games. Yeah. And, for some reason, I don't know what Foxtel are doing there. It's like they play games from 2006 and seven. Every time I walk in there, I'm like, oh, oh God, I say, boys, no, it's hard. I say to them as, as a coach, I say, you just do as I say, don't do as I did. I'm telling you, I feel so, I feel so uncomfortable when I watch them. I feel like, God, compared to the level of the players, what they're doing now and um, the the techniques and the tools involved and the sharpness, the power, the strength and all that. I just watch myself play and go, oh, my God, I'm so far away from these guys. It's not funny. But they, they love that, the players, when I'm um, put myself, in, you know, in a, in a situation yep. where I've got something wrong and I can talk them through it and I can remember all those moments that I didn't get right. But it's 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 crushing. No, I, don't feel, uh, I don't feel comfortable watching those old games now. Hello legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of our team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go. From scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more, the opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week and we cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. If you're interested, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at 
andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Now back to the interview. Mate, when did coaching start to enter the thought process? Were you still playing and you had one eye on maybe a, a clipboard? No, I was reluctant. I um, I felt like I now I look back, I reckon I was sort of starting to coach guys as I was playing with them in the last few years and, and, and sort of really taking a care for the younger guys and what they were going through to yeah. get there. Like I said, the first couple of years as captain, I was just cranky. I just couldn't understand what was going on with the club that we just win. That's what we do. We win, yeah. Right? Then when we come good in eight and nine, or nine wasn't a great year, but um, those years was great for my relationship building with players that I was playing mm. alongside and started caring about it then. But then I come back to a role with the Roosters in um, 2012 um, mm. with, with Brian. I was sort of doing a little bit of coaching. Brian gave me some little bits to do in around there. I just didn't know. I didn't have a passion for an area and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't belong to anything, but I yep. still learnt so much in that year. Like they, those, uh, those Brian Rowan and Matty Elliott were bloody and JT was coaching, the, um, Jason Taylor's coaching yep. the 20. So, God, the amount I learned in a year, yeah. by the end of that year I went, oh, I can sort of – I feel like I've got some strengths as a coach as in like players might sort of when I talk to them, warm to me, yep. believe in me, et cetera. But the technical and tactical side of it, I was miles off and watching those guys operate. I was I remember going, oh, geez, this is not just because you're an ex-player and you think coaches yeah. have taught you think you think you can coach on memory because you've played at a high level and you think you can walk in and just say what someone said to you mm. and it worked for you. It's not. It's not how it works. Yeah. And um, I got a lesson in that that year that sort of scared me into going, whoa, there's a bit to this. Yeah. But then by the end of the year, I went. Oh, just that's. I'm just looking for an excuse to coach easy. I'm looking for a way where I can just coach on memory because it's less work. I just say yep. say what I remembered, and then I just don't shy away from the hard part, and then just I dived into that other area, and then um, Robbo come in the year after, and he just rolled the dice on me. JT, uh, Jason Taylor, sort of said to Robbo, I think Fitz has a good relationship with the the players, and you know, and loves the defensive side of things, and JT was going to do the attack and. Um, we hadn't had a defence coach at the time, yep. so Robbo just rolled the dice on me. And uh, Robbo and JT for that, and um, Paul Green ended up joining us later. Yeah, but the effort that those three guys like put into me, obviously Robbo over the the long period of time, but JT and Green, the effort they put into me learning that as well, because like I said, watching the year before, I just knew I was miles off where mm. those coaches were. Like I was. I could contribute some ethical parts of the conversation. Yep. I could contribute some player emotional side preparation stuff. But mm. as for the the other stuff, I, I couldn't. And those guys taught me. They worked really hard for me. 228 games for the Roosters as a player, a decade there off the field assisting. Earlier this year, you were awarded life membership. What does that mean to you? Oh, yeah, that's that was, that was a that was a. Tough night for all the right reasons. You know, yeah. Like I'm not – feel very uncomfortable when you, you're, it's about you. And, um, you know, Nick had told me uh, that it was going to happen and I was like, oh, you know, I'd been there for just 20 years to work, right? And yeah. There's only um, – yeah, there's, no, there's, not, there's not many. So mm. I, um, I think from memory there might have – might be 30 maybe or not even. Um, yep. So – 
to have be one of you know they're a foundation club and I'm one of thirty life members. It's like oh my god, so huge. They um those guys made that night really special, and I had my family there, and it was um yeah oh. On like you can just not you can't disregard what happened there. I'll, I'll never forget mm. it. And um, so that was, that was a great night. You certainly got a, a, a love for the club. You're on an exciting new journey and head coach of the Cronulla Sharks in 2022. Coaching against the Roosters. What do you expect? And I know you're a professional, and the professionals' cliche is it's just another game. Mm. I call bullshit. <laughs> I haven't got there yet. Like, I haven't yeah. confronted that. The last, um, you got to, like, last weekend, um, and I just spent a few days with the Roosters people, like, just to say goodbye and whatever. So, whilst I've been obviously preparing and working on what my future's going to, like, you can't, you can't accept a head coaching role and not have a plan. So, yep. I've been working thoroughly through that with, with the Sharks and the, the, the staff and et cetera. I just really enjoyed those last couple of days to say thank you. Yeah. Spent some quality time. So I just haven't – emotionally, I haven't got to the point of what am I going to do when we play the Roosters. I know okay. one thing, it's going to be a bloody hard game. Yeah. And we better be work, better be playing well to, to beat them. So, uh, yeah, that, that'll be – You won't, I won't be able to hide away from strange emotions on that day, mm. but that's that's all part of the challenge. And if you if you want to be a head coach and try and avoid – Tough moments and challenges. It's going to be a, going to be a long year. You excited by the future? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, like the the excitement's not hit me yet. I got a job to do first. Yep. Like I, it, I'm excited for the, it's the excitement. What made me, you know, accept the position? Mm. Um, you know, I got to I've got to do a good job first. I got to know that I'm I'm ready. So the excitement around one day, or can I see myself being a head coach? That that goes mm. back a while. I get excited back then, but now it's a job to do. The excitement will come when we get to game time next year. A wonderful career on the field. I see no reason it'll be any different in the next chapter off it. 342 first-class games, a premiership winner, a Clive Churchill medalist, a Wally Lewis medalist who represented both state and country with distinction, and a level of honesty and performance that you've shown from day one. It's been a pleasure, Craig Fitzgibbon. You, sir, are a legend. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. The Weekly Wodge drops in time for your weekend. It's full-on and the hottest podcast on the market. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to interviews with the stars? And on every episode, you can hear up to a dozen different players and coaches, both past and present, giving their thoughts on the great game. It's fast-paced, full of footy and laughs. It's a must-listen. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. That way, you won't miss a thing. Every episode will drop immediately. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and review. It's not for ego, it's for business, as we look to expand the unfiltered brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.